Good morning, everyone. Bobby here. It is the crack of 1130 on this, your final Friday of November as I record this. You may have noted last week that Anne called the Thanksgiving special our final Friday episode of the month. That's because we had everybody in a room, which is what we usually try to do for the final Friday. And we all have lives and are too busy to do it again. But we didn't want to leave you hanging for this actual calendar final Friday of the month. So from the LRB archives, we're going to take you all the way back to episode number 71, which originally aired on December 10th, 2015. And this is back from an interview show just in time for the holidays. Brooklyn 10 Stephanie Lee doesn't let being Jewish stand in the way of her favorite Christmas traditions. She joined Christy and me for a look back at a TBTL holiday classic featuring Luke, Jen, and Sean's top five contemporary Christmas carols in one legendary mashup. We went and listened back to TBTL episode 978, Modern Day Christmas Songs, which originally aired on December 21st, 2011. We're going to take a listen to the LRB episode and that clip shortly. But before we do, uh, since it's been three years, I wanted to reach out to Stephanie, uh, who's not on Facebook, and just make sure that she didn't mind that we were going to put this back out there. I didn't ask Christy. Uh, I know she'll be fine. I am personally terrified, mortified. Uh, by my voice on this early recording. We were still figuring out our equipment, so apologies in advance for that. The quality isn't as good as we'd like it to be, but the TBTL clip is so good, and the interview is so much fun. I did hear back from Stephanie. Here's what she wrote. Hi, Bobby. First, I am thrilled, thrilled to get this email. My first thought was, OMG, I'll have to re-listen. She since has, and has given me her blessing to re-air this. My second thought was that I have to make a confession. I've fallen off the little red bandwagon. It is sad but true. The last few years have been eventful. We bought an apartment and a housing co-op, had some renovation work done, moved in, got a standard poodle puppy, and I was forced off my BlackBerry and onto an iPhone. (laughs) I got a new crazy job at a food co-op and then went back to my old job in an economic consulting company, but I am now getting back into, quote, normal with listening to podcasts and LRB has to, has to go back in my feed. I'm still celebrating Christmas, a top crafting opportunity for this knitting-loving Jew. The same dudes are selling trees down our block. You cannot walk by without at least one of them mid-cigarette smoke. So unwholesome for an otherwise totally family-friendly activity. I've come to lovingly think of them as the Christmas tree dirtbags. And that's in quotes. Writing that down sounds so mean, but really, I say it with peace and love. I do need ideas for a Christmas playlist for 2018. Last year, I got into an album from the Westminster Cathedral Choir, and all year long, if I need to chill after a stressful workday on a crowded subway train, well, nothing hits the spot like some very religious British choral music, Stephanie. So that's a good note. December is almost here, uh, and I will fire up my occasional tradition of putting together a TBTL LRB Christmas playlist. We make reference in the episode you're about to hear of a TBTL Music Dropbox folder. Uh, I will put the link to that on the Facebook page and in the show notes. It still exists. I still have it. Uh, I'll also try this weekend to put all that into a Spotify playlist and then open it up so people can add to it. So keep out uh, eyes out for a link for that. A couple of other notes uh, from this episode. Mike makes a passing reference, or rather we make a passing reference to Mike only allowing one lady scientist on the roster. Uh, Obviously that has changed. So sorry. Uh, Also 
uh, Meredith uh, has a different Twitter handle than the one in the show. She is now the underscore MVH. So you can find her there. Enough for me. Let's go back to three years ago, me and Christy and Brooklyn 10, Stephanie Lee for a listen back to TBTL's top five contemporary Christmas carols mashup. Oh, and one more thing. If you know any LRB listeners who were interviewed on the show and have since fallen off the wagon, let us know. Uh, apparently, all I have to do is re-air their interview and they come back. So let's work on that. Thanks. Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, your twice-weekly podcast celebrating the radio show turned podcast Too Beautiful to Live. I'm Bobby Pape, and joining me from Everett, Washington, for this Friday edition of the show is my favorite co-host, Don't Tell Mike or Meredith, Christy Wise. Hello, Christy. Hello, Bobby. And uh, I was about to say happy holidays, but uh, fuck it. Merry Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Merry Christmas. We're going to get into a seasonally appropriate episode of Little Red Bandwagon today. And to do so, we have a guest coming to us from Brooklyn, New York, Stephanie Lee. Good afternoon, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. Thank you for bringing this episode to us because it's one of my favorites. I love Christmas time and Christmas music. And we are going to take a look back at uh, an episode where Luke, Jen, and Sean bring their favorite Christmas carols, contemporary Christmas carols to the table, and then do some horse trading to figure out what the top five are. Um, Christy's going to run you through your paces in a few minutes, but before we do that, uh, I'm always just curious what got this episode on your radar for us. Well, when I first heard this episode, I was inspired to make my own Christmas playlist, uh, which was not so different maybe from some of the Song of Summer playlists that I'd made before. And this is, the Christmas playlist is pretty much the only Christmas tradition that my husband has allowed me to start in our family. I'm always trying to start traditions, (laughs) (laughs) but usually they don't stick. Uh, But we've now had a couple of TBTL-inspired Christmas playlists, and so I always just remembered the the episode because of that. But, um, Stephanie, didn't you write in that you're Jewish? I am. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a reason your husband won't let you start Christmas traditions. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Um, like one year I tried to invite some, I thought maybe it'd be fun for us to invite some friends over and we could decorate the tree together. But uh, he, I learned by his horror that that was just not something he did. 
I, I have to, uh, you guys sandbagged me on this. I did not know that you were Jewish. Yeah. There's not not that there's it, anything wrong with that. It I'm makes it saying, better, right? Well, if you know anything about music, you know that all the best Christmas music was written by Jews anyway. Right, exactly. So it's no problem. Right. Well, uh, so, yeah, I mean, Christmas is a little bit of a of a fraught time, maybe, for people who aren't Christian. Um, because it's so, you know, prevalent everywhere in the U.S. I guess growing up, some years I would feel happy about Christmas and some years I would want it to just kind of go away. And it you know, probably says more about how I was feeling about myself at the time. It's, so, it's let so, me, let it's, me peel back. I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. So we're recording on Sunday afternoon, December 6th. And if I remember correctly, tonight's the first night of Hanukkah. Do you guys also practice and celebrate Hanukkah, you know, vigorously? Or, or, or are you sort of just not very involved on that front? No, I'm not very involved. Uh, I mean, that, neither of us is very religious. We don't really practice much of anything. Uh, but I am a big knitter and I love crafting so I see Christmas primarily as an opportunity for fun, you know, homemade decorations and, you know, making like food gifts for people and stuff like that. And I love Christmas trees just because I love them. So <laughs> I had actually had a Christmas tree for maybe one or two years before I ever met my husband. And I usually invited one of my Jewish friends over and we would decorate it together, including with Hanukkah candles. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. So it was this like our, good. yeah, our interfaith tree. This uh, is way better than those coexist bumper stickers. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I have a Jewish friend and she just recently, well, two years ago started dating a non-Jew and um, she asked me, very sincerely, if Christmas always was on the same day, or if it's one of those things that floats around, <laughs> like, you know, Easter, I mean, it's a legit question. Yeah. Um, so she didn't know if it was always on Wednesdays, like Thanksgiving, or if it's, you know, the third Sunday or, or whatever, she just need to know, because she was meeting his family, and they do a huge Christmas thing. And I thought it was really funny. Yeah. Right. But you have to remember, it's a birthday. So birthdays are set to Ugh. a date. <laughs> it's definitely not a birthday. Hey, <laughs> this, let's not get into Christie's religion talk and thoughts on Christmas. <laughs> well, so growing up, my family usually celebrated what I think of as traditional Jewish Christmas, which is where you order Chinese food and you watch a movie. Go to a movie. Yep. <laughs> That's amazing. That's a cliche that I've always wanted to dream. In fact, um, the way family schedules worked out this year, um, we're doing Christmas with Sam's parents the weekend before Christmas, and we're doing Christmas with my family the weekend after Christmas. We're driving out and driving back for them. And so Christmas Day, for the first time in you know my nearly 30 years of life, we have no plan for Christmas Day. I think we're going to drive out that evening, but like Christmas morning, I am so excited to wake up and do nothing. Maybe we'll get Chinese food lunch before we hit the road. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I think Chinese restaurants make probably conservatively about 75% of their income on Christmas. <laughs> For the year? I mean, yeah. I'm not, I'm not a math scientist, but I would say that that's probably true. Well, we can only have one lady scientist on the roster, and that's Meredith. <laughs> right. So, uh, Stephanie, you're, you live in Brooklyn. We didn't get into this in the pre-roll. Are you from Brooklyn, born and raised? No, I'm from a suburb outside Washington, D.C. I first moved here 10 years ago. I only I ask because, so I grew up in a suburb of Rochester, New York, in Webster. And Webster is about 99% white and about 99% some level of Christian. So Christmas is basically, you know, it, it shuts down the town, which makes sense in a world like that. And there was a joke. There was one local grocery store you always knew you could go to on Christmas. It was owned by a Christian guy, but he used to let his Jewish friend manage the store for that day so that something mm-hmm. would be open. But Brooklyn, <laughs> so I mean, I've heard boy, tell that there are... Christmas. Right, opposite. Right, right. <laughs> Just thinking that. <laughs> But, it, you know, there are some Jews in Brooklyn. I hear there are a few. There are a couple. So, a couple. Yeah. Right. So is, so is stuff still, you know, open and available? And it's like, you might, can you have like a more normal day on Christmas than like some Jews stuck in Webster could? Probably. Except that we usually go out to see my in-laws on Long Island on Christmas Day. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No Jews out there either. Right. So. <laughs> That's a joke for only people who know greater New York. There are lots of Jews on Long Island. Uh, well, I'll say, so it's a family day for you anyway. So you're not trying to go to the store and run errands and stuff like that. No, not really. All right. Well, I'm excited that you've embraced Christmas enough to bring us this episode. Yeah. Uh, and before we get to the clip from this episode, which I think is just going to have to be a sizable chunk of it because it's really good uh, tip to tail. Christy's going to take a few minutes now and, we're going to learn a little bit more about Stephanie. Yes. Hello, Stephanie. Hello. <laughs> um, so I first wanted to know, um, in our pre-interview, Bobby started talking about it, but are you a member of the New York Tens? Have you gone into any of their meetups? I have not. Do you know Kelly Folkers? No. Because you guys should be friends. She's from Washington, D.C. and just moved to Brooklyn. So you guys should be friends. Was she on the show before she moved to New York? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yes. But you don't have Facebook, right? So, well, my dog has a Facebook account. So, oh, okay. That's a good yeah. way. Yeah. So, you don't have to um, have people stalking you, but you can do the stalking. That's perfect. <laughs> so, New York Tens, listen up. If a dog joins your group, be nice right. to it because it's actually Stephanie. Exactly. Um, so they are a great bunch. If you ever have a chance, you should definitely go out. But again, mo- they do most of their networking on Facebook. So that's kind of difficult. Um, we'll make sure on our show that if they ever have a meetup, we'll talk about it. So you can go out and meet some of them. What was your f- the first episode you listened to? So I was trying to figure this out. And I think the first episode I listened to was when... Um, they recorded from Sean's apartment. <laughs> With the Miami Vice soundtrack on yes. record, right? And they were they had a long conversation about Sean's lack of bed linens. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm familiar with this. <laughs> and I, I'm 
pretty sure that this was the first one I listened to because I, I was going back and it looks like that was pretty soon after there had been a wait, wait, don't tell me that Luke was on. And I used to listen to that show. You know, I was just trying to see like, what do I remember? And I definitely remember the conversation with, with John. You came from wait, wait, don't tell me. Is that I how think you so, yeah. discover Luke? Okay. And then what, so that was your first episode and you were probably like, who are these people? This is really weird. What sealed the deal and made you a 10 and an avid listener? I think because the show was like a little bit silly. I especially used to love the granny time segments with Jen (laughs) because I, I often think of myself as a little bit of a granny. Uh, like I mentioned that I like to do a lot of knitting and I feel like maybe when I'm a little older, I could get into bird watching, you know, things like that. <laughs> yes. so. Are you also kind of a little grumpy like she is? Yeah. Which is my favorite part of granny. Time. Oh yeah. I can definitely be grumpy. Yeah. I I loved that she came on the 2000th episode just to complain about stuff. That was my favorite part of the whole show. Yeah. <laughs> and she had some legitimate complaints. So you've been listening for quite a while then. Um, and have you gone back to listen to the, all the episodes? I have not. Uh, I thought I would at one point. But this was, I guess you had to download the really old episodes. And they didn't show up in iTunes as a podcast. And it mm-hmm. kind of got away from me. So right. I figured I would. It's not easy. Yeah. That's for I sure. I mean, I'm not a perfect 10. <laughs> You're our perfect 10. I'll say that. Aww. <laughs> so have you ever, um, you've never been to any of the meetups. So have you ever gone to any of the official, they had the one in Park Slope, the TBTL live event or have you ever had anything read on the show or contributed it at all I had an email read on the show once and it was I can't remember if I was engaged or if I had just moved in with Peter who's my husband now but I wrote in about his undershirts and how I had decided that some of his undershirts were too old. And so I should get rid of them. <laughs> but I also went to the Target and I bought him some new undershirts. So I, I felt like that mm. was that was okay to do. Yeah. Um, and one in, one out. Yeah, that's a good policy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't just throw them away. You know, I went, I got some new ones too. And I wrote in because I felt like this was... Um, a very wifely thing to do and not the kind of thing that Mm -hmm. just a girlfriend would do. And I guess I must've been engaged and I was really excited about being engaged. And Luke read my email on the air and I was, I was walking home from the subway when I was listening to the show and I just kind of ran home the rest of the way so I could play (laughs) it for him. (laughs) And have, is that how we found out you threw away some of his favorite teachers? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I have a I have a question and a comment. First, my question: 
is your so before we got going, we were troubleshooting some technical difficulties, as is usual for Little Red Bandwagon, and I think all <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> um, unlike TBTL, we don't talk about them for hours and end on the show. Is your husband, who we caught, I think some some brief moments of in the background while you were setting up, is he in an a happy eleven or is he begrudging eleven? Does he listen with you? No, he does not listen with me. Uh, occasionally, he will. I will have him listen to certain sections of the show, but he usually gets a little bit bored. So, <laughs> so, so he's a uh, nope. That's about normal. Yeah. So he's just a regular 11, I guess. I don't know. Okay. He doesn't, He he's not annoyed that you love TBTL almost as much as you love him. He's accepting of that. I think he's pretty accepting. He loves podcasts and he's the one who actually introduced me to podcasts in the first place. And he was a huge fan of the best show. And I mean, he's still a fan in its kind of new form. So I think he understands. Okay. So what did he think about you recording today? Oh, he thought it was great. Okay. <laughs> uh, and will my he comment, listen to it? My comment, oh, which is... Oh, no, no, no. Go, please. Oh, yeah, will he listen to it? I think he'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my aside, my comment is actually nothing to do with your tendum and more to do with this undershirt thing. And it's just that I subscribe to the Mike Pesca uh, philosophy when it comes to this. Anytime I have old undershirts, I save them for when I'm traveling. And I wear them one last time, and then I throw them out in the hotel room, and it lightens my load for the trip home. Hmm. Or I or I can, like, if I'm going to Seattle, I can sort of replace two undershirts is about the size of one large container of almond roca. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that. So I think even on this last trip, I, I certainly, I know I threw out a couple of different things actually that I wore one last time. We're about to go on a trip. Is it okay for me to just throw away all of Jeremy's clothes? <laughs> uh, it's okay if they get lost in flight and he just has to wear Tommy Bahama button down shirts and shorts all week in, in Mexico. Okay. Or ponchos. Whatever you do, just make sure that he puts sunblock on that dome. Because <laughs> yeah. I've got the pictures from last time he got a bad sunburn on his head. It's not pretty. Yeah. For sure. Okay, the last question. Why does TBTL matter to you? So TBTL is the first thing that I've been a real fan of. So I, I would say it, it matters to me because I... I finally get it, the way that people can be kind of irrationally excited about something or, um, you know, just feeling fond about something kind of no matter what happens. You know, I don't watch sports. I actually thought about how I couldn't really submit to be 10 of the week for the newsletter because I never had a celebrity crush like a real crush, you know, <laughs> I wouldn't know what to put. Yeah. You know, people have this problem when we talk about bringing their favorite episodes for this show too. And the mm -hmm. secret I always tell people when I interact with them directly is this, it doesn't actually have to be your favorite episode of CBTL. 
just bring us something interesting because we want to talk to you. And the clip is just sort of our excuse to have that conversation and then aired a fun clip. So I know some people get hurt because like we played their favorite episode because a lot of people had shared the same favorite episode. Just pick something good and we'll have a lot of fun with it. And then similarly, I'm sure you could pick some heartthrob from whatever era you were 15 in and mm -hmm. roll with it and it'll be fine. Maybe. But in my heart, <laughs> I know. I never had a real celebrity. You'll friend. know it's a lie. Right. I put in two. So maybe you can just put in and say, and take okay. one of Christie's. Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember which was first. That's the, that's a problem. <laughs> Be bold and lie. I guess that's my point. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I was uh, in school, I had this friend who had a, a NASCAR watching party one year. And he was telling me how NASCAR fans are like, really really loyal and if their favorite driver had a sponsorship from like sharpie markers then they would only use sharpie markers and i just thought that was ridiculous mm -hmm. you know i couldn't i couldn't imagine and now whenever i see chateau san michel you only wear i want that why like i have i have I just... you're only wearing me undies I might be wearing me on these, but I'm not going to tell. <laughs> uh, I am. <laughs> yeah, Bobby is. I'm not even For kidding. Sure. But like, I've been out and I've seen a bottle of Chateau Saint Michel, and I will just tell a room full of people about my favorite podcast, and they don't even know what a podcast is, and then I have to try and explain what TTL is. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So that's why it, I think it matters is because it, it it lets me be a fan. Yeah, that's good. Everyone needs to be a fan of something, right? Yeah. Okay, Bobby, should we get do you want to set up the clip? Yeah, first I just want to thank you for channeling your your allotment of obsession in this world on TBTL. I think a lot of us do that and I'm glad I do and I'm glad you do. And uh I'm glad that Christy does as well, except for the little sliver that she sets aside for Jeremy. Um, back to the clip. This was fairly early on in my tendom, actually. And it's an episode that's actually been with me for a long time as well. I listened intermittently for a while as I was getting into it. But 2011 was right after we moved out here and I really hit my stride. And I'm sure I listened to this on a train ride into Boston or something for work. And it was probably miserable out. And it probably took twice as long to get to work because it was December 21st, 2011, which is really just the dead of winter, the beginning <laughs> of it. Episode 978 in a collector series. Uh, this is Modern Day Christmas Songs was the actual title of the show. We'll put it in the show notes, of course, with a link. And I think we're just going to skip the first segment and cut right into the meat of it, which is Luke, Sean, and Jen bringing to the table their favorite Christmas carols of the modern era and then narrowing it down to a list of top five. Uh, so let's take a listen now and then we'll break it down a bit after with the clip. All right. Here's what we're really here to do today. We are going to try to settle on the top five modern day Christmas songs. Um, now, First, I think we've got, and this is something we've done in the past uh, many a time, 
we do have a slight issue, which is that we have your computer, Flash, and mm -hmm. we have uh, my computer. Mm -hmm. And then we have this CD player, but I don't believe we have any of these things on CD. Mm -hmm. So, because what we always do is once we get the actual list of five, then we, we do a mashup. Uh, and usually that means one one pe person has to sing, but we're looking at probably... Three singers. Three singers. So, all right, it is what it is. Okay. We can Just, still do it. Buy a hat and hold that on to it, America. <laughs> so, first question is, what constitutes a modern Christmas song? How modern are we talking, Flash? Well, I think that's a really good question. I mean, I, I put up a blog post where I basically said, let's let's actually take kind of the classics from the 40s and 50s and just put them in the Hall of Fame mm -hmm. so that we don't have to debate them because then I think that it's going to get really confusing if mm -hmm. we're talking about I'll Be Home for Christmas and I even think the Mariah Carey All I Want for Christmas. Like I think there's some ones that let's just give them Hall of Fame status and kind of set them out of the debate because I think it will be more interesting. Mm -hmm. Are you guys okay with I'm that? I'm on board with that. So the yeah. ones that I listed were I'll Be Home for Christmas, Baby It's Cold Outside, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, The Christmas Song, a.k.a. Chestnuts Roasting. See, I went. I thought we were going way more modern than that. I was thinking, I was wondering if I was going to be even allowed to include, like, 80s stuff. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Because oh, you, Jen, told me in the last five years, so I have one song that's a little bit older than five years, but most of mine, all of them are within okay, five years. Okay, I think years. we were still kind of working out the parameters, but I think that's great, because yeah. then we kind of get a, a good spread. I also like that I also like that the directions were within five years, and you're like, I do have one song that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Jen, hold on, let me stop you there, because you told me they were all supposed to be five, so I do have one that's from 25 years ago. <laughs> Okay, no, that is good. Then we'll have yeah, a, we'll have a we'll sort have a of a spectrum. Spread. So, uh, shall we each go through our lists? I think we should just kind of go one at a time and each kind of throw one out there, and, and I think that will also help us figure out okay. our parameters as we go. Okay. Are we going to be playing the song as we're sure. as we mentioned? We'll, we'll it? play yes. a little bit of it. Remind people how it go. Uh, okay. So, like I said, I went really Mark. Can I? Can I? Um, can I start with one? Yeah. Uh, I, I would like to nominate, uh, and people hate this song. Some people totally hate this song, but. I love this song. I see Jen's head. Are you shaking it in uh, happiness? No. <laughs> uh. how, how does this song not make I you happy? I actually feel like I'm in Lamont's right now. <laughs> Lamont's. First of all, some of the happiest days of my life were spent <laughs> at the Cracker Jack sale at Lamont's. Yeah, this is such a happy song. I'm with you, Luke. And that's enough. Simply having a wonderful Christmas time. I can already see that I'm going to have to do some serious horse trading with Jen to get this one on the list. I know. I Well, see, you kind of, I have to say, though, you took out All I Want for Christmas is You, one of my faves, which I assume isn't, is that, that that's not a favorite of yours? Or you just thought it's oh, so no. good that it should be. Yeah, I okay. it should it's already just, be. Yeah, in the it thing. transcends. Okay, and then you don't like my McCartney. Why, Jen, why don't you like this song? I find it grating, and if I have to go with a Beatle, I'd rather go with Happy Xmas War Is Over. Mm, I, love I mean, that I guess one that's too. not a, a choice I'm being forced to make. No, but later you will. <laughs> At gunpoint, right? I what? just find the it. Show got weird. I just find it a little grating. Okay. All right. All right. And that that synthesizer. Doink, 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 doink. I don't like that. Oh, that to me that's that's a lot of that's very wham sounding. Mm -hmm. I also think it's actually Linda, and I don't mean to speak ill of the dead. <laughs> she should have focused on her, focused on her vegetarian cuisine yeah, and maybe exactly. less on her piano playing, <laughs> um, or whatever she was doing. Okay, what do you got, Flash? Okay, um, 
I'm going to go with uh, Mindy Smith. It really... And I just want you guys to know that my whole list was straight out of Lilith Fair, but I knew that I wouldn't get any of them passed, and mm-hmm. so I, there's not going to all be this, but I do think this is an awesome song. <laughs> Should I hit it now? Hit it now. The snow is falling like it does every year. The tree I know so well is a glow. Am I supposed to be writing something down? Everyone else no, is writing I'm stuff down. I'm just keeping track so that we know who this are you for when the horse trading starts. Our own little miracle on our own little street. Never before have I loved silent nights. So but now that you're here by my side. I like that a lot, actually. Although I would say I, I'd have to be in the mood. Like the perfect mood for that would be your home, the fire's going, your wrapping presents, right? Or you're maybe you're driving through like downtown with the lights on. You're on your way to do some shopping. Yeah, I, I like this a lot. I mean, um, uh, the thing is for me about Christmas songs though is that they're, I, I I do like me a good party Christmas song because that's also a lot of what goes on, right? You know, I don't right. just mean like drinking, but just kind of like. Having friends and family over and being kind of excited and upbeat, mm-hmm, to me, right. it can get a little too, so much of the Christmas music is so mellow yeah. that and it's I, like it kind of becomes too much. And I like the original. Like, there's a lot of bands that are creating their own original Christmas tunes, and some of them is, some of them are just really throwaway, but I really like when a band creates their own as opposed to covering. I know she and him just put out a record where it's all covers, yeah. and that's great, and it sounds great, but... I'd almost want to listen to Brenda Lee instead of their, you know what I mean? Right. I want the classic. Right. All right, well, so that's, this is who again? This is Mindy Smith. It really Smith. is a wonderful life. Okay. I do like this song. Um, see, some of us can be supportive of the other people's choices. <laughs> that's also a way to play this game. I just want you to know. Okay, Shawnee, what have you, what would you like to suggest? All right, well, for my first choice, I've got uh, a new song from Brent Almerker and the Rodeo, and they're local from here, and they're a country western band. Um, but they put out a song called just recently, uh, A Very Brent Amaker Christmas. All right, take a listen to this. It's like Cowboys in Space. I like this. Christmas is the time for family. 
trying to understand why you like this song, Shawnee. Yeah. Christmas robots. They're, uh, <laughs> this song is a little less country western than their record that they have out because they're primarily country western. Yeah. So, but they also cover craft work in their set, so they're they're also very exploratory, but I like them. Mm, okay. I, I thought at the beginning that I wasn't going to like it at all when uh-huh. it was kind of electro a little bit at the beginning, yeah. but then when the country kicked in, I, I got... really liked yeah, it. Yeah, good. I'm going to have that. I'm going to be doing that all day. Christmas is the time for love. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's Brent Amaker and the rodeo doing a very Brent Amaker Christmas. Okay, Amaker. That, Amaker, excuse me. Um, so that's also on the list. Now, I'm looking at my little list here, and I'm just thinking, I hope we I hope we double up on a few because otherwise. Do you have Zia V? Because I have Zia V. I don't I even know that what would that is. The um, Oh, you played it on the show. Uh, you've played it a couple times. Um there will be no Christmas for me this year. This year, you have it in your iTunes. Okay, I'm sure I do. Oh, but you don't have it on your list. Shoot, I thought maybe we'd double up on that one. Because I'm because like when we did Prince or Madonna, it's like usually there's a couple songs that were like like Purple Rain. We can all agree on. Yeah. I don't. I think we all have five completely different songs here. This is going to be the toughest. Call I think what's going to happen is we're each going to get one choice, mm-hmm. and then we'll all have to agree on two, mm-hmm. and that's where it's going to get hard. Yep. Okay. So I'm gonna. Uh, I will go. With, uh, fine, I'll put it out there. Christmas in Hollis. I love this song so much. It's also probably the only hip hop, like decent hip hop Christmas song. So, just in the interest of diversity, and I mean of musical styles, not necessarily ethnically, although that too, I guess. Plus, it's in Die Hard, and it's like the most awesome part of Die Hard. I had never heard this song before but I saw is the movie. This when Die he's Hard. in the limo? Yes, and Argyle's driving the limo. Yeah. It also uses the Clarence Carter song, Backdoor Santa, which is what the horn part is from, for Clarence Clemens. I love this because it takes me back to MTV when they did their very first A Very Special Christmas, which was their very first compilation. It had, like, Madonna doing Santa Baby, and, oh. and this song was on it. And mm-hmm. I remember, like, buying it. I can't even remember, honestly, what the cause was. I, I think it might have been Special Olympics. I can't even remember, but I just felt like— It may have just been Adam Curry. <laughs> hair, hair, hair gel. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I just remember feeling like so in the Christmas spirit, like I had bought this album and the money was going to a good cause and it was all, you know, Run DMC was on there. I just yeah. felt cool. Like this song always puts me back in that mode. Yeah. Um, okay, so that would be a submission for me. So, so far I'm in for uh, the Paul McCartney, which Jen hates, mm-hmm. and I think Sean can tolerate or it kind of likes. Oh, I like it. And then I'm also in for the uh, the, the Christmas in Hollis from Run DMC. Uh, Flash, you got another one you would like to share with us? I do, and and you were just mentioning about that you like something that's a little more party festive and also uh, some diversity. And so my next choice is actually traveling back to the 50s, and it's uh, Chuck Berry.
See, I, th I don't think I don't think anyone can argue with this song being great. But I guess I, it's, it's feels, not modern enough. It feels like it's just it's a given. Like it's a classic. Like it should be in the pantheon. So mm -hmm. should we actually just do that? Put it in the Hall of Fame? I mean, if we, you don't we feel could. like we're if you don't no, feel like we're vetoing I, one no, of your ideas, and I love it's it because it makes me re it reminds me of Back to the Future. I know it's not in that movie, but there are you know Chuck, Chuck Berry, Berry tunes yeah. in yeah. that. So. Yeah. Well, um, they call him and teach him about rock and roll. Right, right. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Chuck. Right? You know that new sound you're looking for? It's your cousin Marvin. Marvin Barry. <laughs> I yeah, just we know, got it. I just know to never try to open a trunk with a screwdriver. Right. <laughs> you will mess your hand up. Right. Uh, okay. No. Uh, so, okay, so can, can I throw in a different one then? Sure. Oh, that's why you were cool with it. Well, I, I wondered got, why I you were ten. going so meekly. I got a million ten of them. of them. Oh, I got a million. You, of them. I wondered why you were being so cool about <laughs> it. It's because you were you wanted to put something else on. Okay. Okay. This is um, one one that needs no introduction. Little band aid. Now this I can get on board with too. It's Christmas time. There's no just the fact, just the George Michael portion of this. And the part that Sting sings the line that has bitter sting of tears. I always thought that was so awesome how that worked out. Boy, George. And by the way, Phil Collins playing the drums, something I can get behind. I like his drumming on this. Indeed. See, we're building a Christmas bridge here because when I... I'm so glad that George Michael was popular. Um, who was that? Was that the guy from It's Owen? Bono, it's Bono, Sting, and George Michael all singing together. Oh man, I'm so, so glad that these guys were popular when this song came out. And so, because if it was now, it'd be like Neo. Yeah. It'd be some crap. It'd be like the guy from Corn and Neo. Uh, Jonathan Davis. <laughs> That's the singer of Corn. <laughs> Your, two of your songs are from Corn, right? <laughs> yeah. Actually, Corn has a song. I think they cover Jingle Bells. Oh, I bet you it's amazing. All right. That's great. That's great. I love that. I, I love that. And see, to me, I think, I, I don't want to start lobbying early, but I think everyone knows what the classics are. Yeah. And then there's this middle range of those kinds of songs that we mm -hmm. kind of grew up with, but some people like the Paul McCartney, like hate it. Some people love it. So what we're here to do, I think, is identify this sort of, from I'd say the eighties on. Mm -hmm. And maybe discover some new classics. Yeah. Which brings us to Sean's next song. <laughs> right? Which is Well, I've got some choices, but what I want to unleash right now uh -oh, is the beast. <laughs> is uh Jimmy Fallon and Company. I wish it was oh, Christmas. I'm so, see this is the one we don't yeah. love Excellent choice. I was totally gonna put the uh, the <laughs> Julian Casablanca's version of this song in. Oh, he does a, a cover. He, of this? he does like a more produced one that's longer. Uh -huh. I love this original one. I just didn't have time to find it, so yeah. this is great. And it's a clean version. Like it's not like recorded off the TV. Oh, like I some, see. Like some person would do. One, two, one, two, three,
They must have just written this. It must have been like, you know, a late, late, late night when everyone was delirious after trying to get, you know, a sketch or two together. Yeah. And someone was just like messing around on a little kid's piano. And it just grew into being this awesomeness. Nice. It's a great, great selection, Mr. DeTori. Thank you very much. Um, okay, so uh, do we have a – I mean, we're not at even five yet, so this is we're still in the clear oh, yeah. flash. Is there anything we need to be worried about? I'm just going to just let him, let him go fast and furious here, and I do mean farts. No, I don't. <laughs> um, so I, I, I feel like this song is – this is the Sufjan Stevens song, Come On, Let's Boogie to the Elf Dance, which I kind of feel like is a really, a really, really good song. It happens to be very new, and maybe not everybody knows about it, but I really like it. Take a Uno, listen. Dos, tres, I feel like it's upbeat, but also meaningful. And, I mean, but, like, also really pretty, and I don't know. So that's another one there, which I like a lot. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I wrote it myself. <laughs> Very proud of it. Uh, Flash, would you like to uh, share another selection? Yes. Uh, this is Z of E. Oh, is this uh, the one you were talking about? Yeah. Doing yeah. Uh, No Christmas for Me. Okay. I miss him 
Yes, I miss him oh so dearly. I haven't sent him his Christmas card. Cause Adam and me, we really are apart. The Christmas stockings are as empty as my heart. Know your way to uh... something. I love this. I mean, it's, I have to say, it's, it, it sounds to me like Ingrid Michaelson meets Zoe, who both of whom I really like, by the by. Yeah. It's a little, maybe, if I, not that I have to say something negative about it, maybe it's just a teensiest bit nondescript to me, mm-hmm. but I like it. I mean, again, it's the kind of thing that if it came on a Christmas compilation, I would be yeah. enjoying the hells out of it. Yeah. It may get lost under my amazing singing of Christmas and Hollis when we do the mashup. So that's just something just texturally to think about. Um, okay. So, uh, Shawnee, what's next on your list? Uh, why don't we go with... Um, now, this is the one song that's a little bit older than five years. I think it's about eight years old. Um, the White Stripes Candy Cane Children. I had not heard this before yesterday. Okay. Take a listen. <laughs> that a lot i don't know if my my mom would love it if i put it on christmas morning not even i'm not super crazy about not, that one it's down? a little bit um feels kind of attacking for mm-hmm. a christmas song it does feel a little like attacking. you're attacking the wrapping paper on a present right <laughs> every time i listen to the white strips i'm like uh i assume the black keys send you royalties <laughs> for every breath they take hold your fire black keys fans they're good and all but come on i mean seriously Jack White was probably still doing upholstery when he did this song, which makes him double badass to me. And he'll probably end up producing for him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I uh, I like the song a lot, Shawnee, but I, I I do think that maybe Jen's point is somewhat reasonable, which is it's a little... It's, it's like for a Christmas that you're having with your girlfriend or boyfriend when you're like... If you're in your 20s or 30s mm-hmm. and yeah. you're cool. It's not a Christmas song if you're with your parents. Definitely not a family Christmas vibe. Or your vibe. little kids. Not because it's inappropriate, but it's no. just kind of like... It's dark. Like one year, me and my ex-wife, for some reason, because her family lived in Iowa and my parents were up here. We were in L.A. and we didn't get it together to go anywhere. And so we just did Christmas with me and her and our dog, Flea. And we just put on a bunch of like awesome this kind of Christmas music and yeah. just drank like gallons of hot toddies and stuff it was actually super duper fun but this is the kind of song for that sort of a thing i hear you um okay uh flash what's next uh this is i don't mean to rush anyone but i just feel like we got lots of songs and let's just let's just lay them on the people Mm -hmm. this is a duet you're you're welcome listeners all the knowledge that you're accruing this is joss stone and elton john calling it christmas 
This does seem like a song I could play for my mom. Elton John song that for whatever reason I'm into, I'm so into it. And it could be something fairly modern. I mean, it could be Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me, which isn't modern, but you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be Crocodile Rock. Like when Elton John's doing it for me, it's working so well. And when it's not, when it's like a Disney song, mm-hmm. it oh, just see, seems. I still love the Disney It just ones. seems so. It's just, it, it strikes me. He, sometimes he seems so hokey to me that I can't believe it. But then other times I'm so into what's happening. Yeah, I like him hokey, too. I just like him. I like every single thing he does. Yeah. What's his real name? Elton John. I think I always want to call him Reginald Dwight, but that's Sting's real name, right? Uh, I don't no, know. I think that is. Sting is Gordon Sumner. I think that's you're right. Reginald. Gordon Sumner, huh? If you just came up with that's Elton like, John, Kind of like Gordon amazing. Shumway. <laughs> Alf. Right. All right. Elton John. Reginald Dwight. We're doing good. We're, yes, we yes, got we one. Sean gets hey, one you know more, what, and then Jen, we should do our. In the words of Tracy Morgan, Superman does good. You do well. <laughs> Thank you. I like how every once in a while they make Tracy Jordan just the savant on yes. something you would never expect. Okay. So okay. I only get one more? Well, I think we don't have time, so we each get four, and this will make it. Everybody okay. got four. I used all my four. I didn't even. Shoot. Oh, no, you didn't. Wait a minute. I probably I don't did. know. I don't know which one to play now. I did Christmas and Hollis. I did Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas Time. I did Boogie. Come on, let's boogie. I think we got out of order. So, Sean and then Luke, and then we're good. Okay, okay. All right. Well, uh, it's between two that I have. I guess I'll just go with... Uh, it's between two ferns. I'm going to go with Lady Gaga. Oh, is the Flaming Lips, is that a Christmas at the Zoo? <laughs> no. Oh. It's called The Change at Christmas, Say It oh. Isn't So. Oh, okay. But see, it's either Flaming Lips, Lips or the Gogs. But, uh, your call, brother. Let's do the Gogs. It's, yeah. This is Christmas Tree. She's bringing tinsel back. Light me up, put me on top. It's falling la 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 la. Light me up, put me on top. It's falling la 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 la. The only place you wanna be is underneath my Christmas tree. The only place you wanna be is underneath my Christmas tree. Light me up, put me on top. Let's la 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 la. Light me up, I think she's talking about something else. What? Under the mistletoe. Yes, everybody knows. We will take off our clothes. Yes, if you want us to, we will. 
that Sufjan Stevens <laughs> helping? Uh, what's that song called? It's called Christmas Tree, and it was put out last year, I think. She has a song. She sang White Christmas just recently on her Thanksgiving Day special or something, but I didn't want to pick that one. This one's a little bit more fun. Yeah, and has more boner references, which is, you know, what I think that the at least at my house what the season's about. Everyone gets around and talks about their boners. Right. It's weird. The CPS gets called out every single year for our family Christmas. Um, Okay, one. I get to do one last one. That's the deal, and then we're going to have to vote. Okay. Mm Uh, well, then I'm going to go with an obvious one, but I just, uh, I'm obsessed with this song. So, uh, and I think it, it's arguable that it's one of the modern classes. Although, actually, am I the only person who really loves, loves this song? Is this the Waitresses? Yeah. Oh, is this Christmas rapping? Oh, I yeah. think a lot of people like I this I like song. this one. But you sound like you're so, so flash. I think it's just because it's, it's Two, a little bit like 2,000 Miles. You just hear it. You, it's just been played so much. I just love this. I think I love this guitar riff when it gets going in a minute. I remember listening to this on like K Hit illicitly at my parents' house. You know, we weren't allowed to listen to non Christian music. And I'd be like playing this in my room and just be. And we also didn't celebrate Christmas, so it's kind of a double whammy. Pretty funky bass line, too. Yeah. yeah. It's I like definitely it a classic. Okay, I every, think. Everybody knows this song, so we don't have to. Well, see, because I, I, I guess, Jen, I was also trying to figure out if we're trying to say these should be, like, is it, if it's aspirational or if it's recognitional. It was really hard. Like I said on the blog post, like, I feel like setting the parameters was actually the hardest part of this because I had so many and yeah. I didn't know how to go. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do this. Let's get down to five here. Um, what's the What's the total list, Flash? Uh, wonderful Christmas time, Christmas in Hollis, Queens, uh, Come On Let's Boogie, Christmas Wrapping, It Really Is a Wonderful Life, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, There'll Be No Christmas For Me, Calling It Christmas, A Very Brent Omaker Christmas, uh, I Wish It Was Christmas Today, Candy Cane Children, and Christmas Tree. So I think that what we need to do, because we each basically can choose our own that we yeah. want to do, so I think what we should do for the other two is each nominate... Um, a, a fourth song and okay. see if we have any. Well, why don't we just take out the White Stripes right now? Okay. I'm cool okay. with that. I, okay. I really, honestly, Sean, I feel like I really, really liked your first two and would be happy with either of those and Bre- would not be happy with the second two. With- so, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I loved Brent Omaker and I loved the Jimmy Fallon one. Like, both of those to me, I would be super happy with I'm those on the list. I'm down with those. I'm I, cool. I'm I willing, like those a lot, I'm willing too. to concede Wonderful Christmas Time. I mean, I'm willing to take it off the list because I don't want anything on there that makes anyone... Well, really question the virgin birth, which I feel it, like that is what that song does to you. When it comes to your how list. How could a loving God allow that song to happen? <laughs> I really, really liked your last two. I mean, I think Come On, Let's Boogie is a for sure, for sure. And I think Christmas Rapping is a classic. It's hard to vote against it. Yeah, I, I would have to say if I have to pick, if I have to pick one, uh, actually, I'm going to vote. If I get my one that's veto-proof, I'm going to choose I'm gonna choose Christmas and Hollis. Okay. And I'll, so Christmas and Hollis is for sure. I don't want Joss and Elton in there. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We'll take that one out. I for sure want, um, do they know it's Christmas time? Yes. Okay. Can we all no, agree to that one? Absolutely. That's a slam dunk. And I really enjoyed both Mindy Smith and Z of E. But they're similar, I know. Yeah. Yeah, I liked both of those two, actually. Um, Sean, what are, you lo- what are you locked in for for yours? 
You have a veto-proof one. Well, as uh, long as it's not one of the ones we want to veto. No, like Jen said, like I, I'm down with Brent and Jimmy getting in there. Um, what would be your, like, which one would you choose for sure for your pick? Oh. Um, yeah, we ask hard questions on this show. <laughs> I think, I, th- I think I'm gonna have to go with. Uh, I, I, I kind of, I kind of have to go with Jimmy. All right. Okay. I really like that oh, song. That's All right. Great. Okay, Excellent. so, and I'm fine with none of the rest of mine being on because I think I have such a completely different taste than everybody else. No, so but let's don't, go but, to... No, but Flash, no, 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 no. I mean, don't feel like you have to be... Oh, no, I don't. It's fine. I'm just trying to figure out, so, I because I think... So who's on the list so far? Who Christmas we... and Hollis Queens, Do They Know It's Christmas Time, and um, I Wish It Was Christmas Today. Okay. I just had a brainstorm on how I'm going to play one of these songs. Well, if we want to be... You know, I think the most modern song might be the Brent Amaker one. If we want one that's really current and new, and and I'd, I and I would I like really, to vote for that one. Getting and in. I really really want. Come on, let's boogie. So what about doing those two as the second as the last two? It's fine by me. Is that the Sufjan yeah. Stevens one? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's cool. So come on, let's boogie. And what was it? It was just called a very Brent Amaker Christmas. Yeah. Hey, Sean. Yeah. Uh, okay, good. I'm gonna deputize you to play something in a minute here. I have the, I have the Jimmy Fallon song on my phone now. Okay. Which we can't really. We have to play it into this microphone. <laughs> but that's how that one's gonna get played. Okay. The Jimmy Fallon Perfect. song, and then so okay. What is the final? What is the final list again? Christmas and Hollis. Do they know it's Christmas time? Jimmy Fallon. Okay, so you can play. Do they know it's Christmas time? Right. The only one. Okay, so I'm gonna have to wrap Christmas. In Hollis, because because uh, I don't my know. My problem though is, do they know it's Christmas time? Is the only one that I know because it's the only one off my list. And so I wonder if I should sing that one and pull up a YouTube video of one of the other ones. You know, oh, what that I mean? might be a yeah, good that's idea. Cool. Um, okay. Why don't I just email you? Should I just email you the Sufjan Stevens song? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Um, stall. I might be able to just pull it up though, which might be quicker because okay. of the internet connection. I'll oh, try. Yeah. I'll see. Okay. Yeah, it's a race. <laughs> Um, Jen. Um, the song. So a skeleton uh, walked into a bar, and <laughs> and uh, the bartender said, "Is that even a joke?" Yeah, the bartender asked, uh, "Hey, what do you want?" And the skeleton said, "A beer and a mop." <laughs> hey, that's not bad. I've heard that one this week. That's weird. That must be making the rounds right now. I, I first heard it from John Curley. I go to I go to him for most of my <laughs> material. <laughs> most of my material, exactly. Um, okay, so. Let's see here. Uh, I can only play one song from right here, so I'm going to play the – I guess I'll play uh, – I never, we never even got into Last Christmas, by the way, guys. Oh, by Wham? Yeah. Well, it wasn't like, on any of our lists. No. no. Well, it was uh, – okay. Uh, so wait, Jim, what's the final list again? I'm sorry. Christmas in Hollis. Do they know it's Christmas time? So I'm going to sing Do They Know It's Christmas Time. I'm going to play Come On, Let's Boogie. So then okay. there's um, – so maybe we need Jimmy Fallon, we need Christmas and Hollis, and we need a very Brent Amaker. Christmas. Okay, so I'll sing Brent Amaker. I don't Perfect. really know the words, but That's I can okay. make it that, up. Don't let that Christmas stop you. Christmas is a time for love. love. Christmas yeah. is a time for okay. family. And then this is – This is a time for peace. And then way of explanation, Jimmy. we don't have in, enough audio sources to play very much of this. So Sean's going to play – the Jimmy Fallon song will be played on my phone out of the speaker of my iPhone oh. into microphone number four. Can you do a little test there? Sure. See if this works at all. That seems to be working. 
Perfect. Mm. Just leave it right there. Okay, whatever. That's good. That's good. Okay. 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 So, uh, one more time. Let's see here. I've decided that we need a drum roll. And I decided that drum roll is two words. And let's see. So, um, the official, Jen, one more time. The official top five best ever modern Christmas songs as decided here in this tiny radio studio today. Christmas in Hollis, Queens. Yes. Do they know it's Christmas time? I wish it was Christmas today. Come on, let's boogie. And a very Brant Omaker Christmas. Beautiful. So, okay. Um, so, who starts? Do you want to start, Jen? Wait a second. Which one am I supposed to do? You're doing Christmas and Hollis. Christmas and Hollis. And what else? Um, I wish it was Christmas today. Oh. No, I've got that on the phone. Oh, right then there. it's oh, very Brent Amaker? No, That's me as Sean well. That. You know what? I, oh. I, don't have to, I don't have to sing, Sean. I'll just play this. Okay. Perfect. I love got it. it. Okay. So it'll go Jen and then me and then Sean starts singing and then the phone and then you. Uh-huh. Is that okay? Okay. 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 All right. Back. Let's do it. Nothing's the matter, mistletoe hangs up in the bedroom. Your sister's bangs, she cut them herself. Santa is here. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. You don't have to be rich to give away gifts. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. Christmas is the time for family. You don't have to be rich to give gifts. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. Christmas is the time for family. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. Christmas is the time for love. Christmas is the time for peace. Actually, that was actually so much better than I expected. <laughs> you guys, that was we great. We are awesome. Oh my god, that's <laughs> I'm, I think, I'm so happy of myself. Hope you, hope you guys are all recording that. Uh, play that for your families. <laughs> I'm sure it'll become a, a Christmas tradition in, in all of our hearts. Oh, yeah. yeah, that yes, mashup yes. is the newest, best, <laughs> uh, uh, most modern Christmas song. So after all of that, Jen is the one who gets shorted on the top five list. Yeah, but she does have di very different tastes than that. Well, what... <laughs> and she's usually the bully in the f top five, as That's true. she's been called. <laughs> I don't agree, but um, she's been called the bully and taking over Sean's picks. So maybe it was time to <laughs> let her. Yeah, but also, didn't she Fair get enough. to sneak in an extra nominee? Yes. That's true. She did because they put Run Run Rudolph in the Hall of Fame 
immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So looking at our notes here. So I bolded the five that made the list. Um, Actually, I want to start at the beginning. I didn't, I listened to the whole episode. I didn't really take notes except for on the, the, the Christmas music portion of it, but I did like that. The introduction was so apropos. It's the butter guy. On the cold open, we just talked to Mike McCauley last week, and he told us he was actually the one who emailed this gem into Luke originally. And it makes me happy every time I hear it. Yeah, it's so great. I need to know, is it still a problem there? That's a good question. We need the follow-up file to get on it. Uh, I don't know. Uh, LRB researchers, can can you find (laughs) out... What's going on with that Historia tens? Take a break from your archiving and just do a quick Google search for us. <laughs> so I'm looking at your list and I would have thought that the Paul McCartney song, Wonderful Christmas Time, should have been in the Hall of Fame. Do you not agree? Yeah, I agree completely. How it's not. So this is, as always, with TVTL, especially with the top five, um, the parameters for this yeah, just rules. shifted every 30 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Well, and it seemed as if they all were going by different rules Right, where Sean thought it was only five years, which his list, he fell under that. He did a good job. Right. Um, no one else went under that. I thought Sean well, had, maybe, had one I guess that Jen was a did. older. Right. Eight years. Yeah. gave him a hard Eight time. years. But still within, I mean. About. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, Luke's are like 20 years old. Right. Yeah, right, right. Exactly. That they're well, and even uh, even Jen talking about modern era Christmas carols put Band Aid in there. I mean, how old is that Band Aid song? Oh yeah, that's pretty old too. That's pretty old. <laughs> Band Aid. Do they know it's Christmas? I just, I just really like that. It is exactly like all the other ones. Um, have you guys heard the Prince and the Madonna and even the Michael Jackson? Those top fives are my favorite because there's always someone singing, sometimes two people. They never have figured it out beforehand. They always have to talk <laughs> about how they're going to play it. And then they do it a couple times. Like Luke said, okay, we're going to start. And then it was not even clear once they started who was supposed to start next. Did right. you notice that? It was a huge long pause. Uh, <laughs> 1984, by the way. So that, okay. that Band-Aid song, Do They Know It's Christmas, is older than me. Right, I know, so it doesn't fall under the parameters, but I don't think it also belongs in Hall of Fame. Right, no, no, definitely not. Um, but the Paul McCartney song definitely does. I think that's the one out of the block of 12 that most certainly does. What do you guys, do you guys like that song? Because it seemed to be controversial. I think I'm with Ben. Eh. Yeah, it's pretty grating. Yeah. I think you hear it once and it's fine, but then when you hear it every 45 minutes on... Mm-hmm. You know, your local soft rock station, which furloughs its DJs every December. Uh, <laughs> it it sounds like it's being played on one of those childhood um, pianos, like plink, 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 mm-hmm. you know, or uh, the Jimmy Fallon plays a song on uh, classroom toys or whatever. That's what it <laughs> seems like. Right. Uh, speaking of Jimmy Fallon, um uh, that I wish it was Christmas Today song. I am really glad that Sean put that in there. It's such a great song. Um, and the cover, the cover of it by What's His Name, 
God, why his name's escaping me. The guy who turned it into a full Christmas song so they can like play it on the radio. Um, um. The guy from The Strokes. Uh, turned it into a real Christmas song, and that's how it's played now. And I use that in my trivia sets all the time. It's great. And he oh, really? does a better job than, you know, the SNL guys did just because he's like a better musician. Right. But I liked how janky it was, where it was just the demo music from the keyboard. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whereas this is like opposite of the Paul McCartney, where I hate the jankiness of it. I love the jankiness of it in the Saturday Night Live. What I don't like is that. It's a live audience. Right. So, so you get the laughter I, and mm-hmm, and the clapping and all that stuff and them trying not to laugh, which is, <laughs> um, what's his name? Sands. Horatio Sands. He's the worst. Cracking everyone he up. Cannot yeah. keep, he cannot keep a straight face ever. And he cracks everyone else up too. So yeah. just to ruin the timeliness of this episode even more, Ryan Gosling hosted SNL last night. And I'm pretty sure I was sort of half watching, but... Pretty sure he cracked up in every single sketch he was in. Every single live sketch he was in, he just blew it. And it was funny because he's Ryan Gosling, but just smiling, laughing, choking on his lines. Other people having to be like, oh, look, he's crying to cover for him. It was rough. (laughs) (laughs) Quote for me, the quote of the show was Luke saying, buy a hat and hold the F onto it, America. I love when he says that. Um, Stephanie, so you... it's hard because being Jewish, you are raised in a culture where this is happening all around you all the time, but you don't necessarily um, partake in it. And you talked a little bit about that, but do you have a favorite Christmas song? My current favorite Christmas song is by Shonen Knife, Sweet Christmas. They talk about how they're going to have a party and they're going to eat cake and you can eat what you want all day long. And I found that song last year when I was working on my Christmas playlist. And I actually have been listening to it since Christmas last year. And I'm pretty sure I found it on the Stens page when people were chatting about good Christmas music. So I think I have TBP also thanks for that too. Last year, I compiled a lot of the Christmas music that people talked about on TBTL and created a Dropbox folder with it in it. Not that I would ever encourage anyone to download audio that mm-hmm. way, but there is a Dropbox folder for TVTL Christmas music. And I believe there's also a um, Spotify, right? A Spotify playlist of TBTL. And I think somebody else started a new one for this year too. So there's a lot of TBTL music out there. Christy, do you have a favorite Christmas song? I do. I have two, Bobby. One is probably belongs in the Hall of Fame, and I think that's why they didn't talk about it, because Luke and Jen both love Stevie Wonder. That's what Christmas means. Do you think that that's in Hall of Fame status? I think I can give it that just because it's Stevie Wonder. I can definitely. But it's relatively new, right? I don't know how new it is. This is what we get for research on the fly. (laughs) But I think that it. Kind of got a little bit ruined when it got put onto the Old Navy commercial. <laughs> well, that's just destiny. That's what happens all the time. So I love yeah. that one too. Yeah. And when I bought it, it was so from good. an album called A Motown Christmas. And there's another song I got from that album nice. where it's Smokey Robinson doing Jingle Bells. And I have a, a friend 
who loves music, who thinks Jingle Bells is a terrible song, and says, you know, it's amazing Smokey Robinson can even make that song sound great. <laughs> yeah, I want this record, A Motown really Christmas. Good. I'm just looking it up yeah. right now. I need this. Well, if we can sell a few more stickers, Christy, you can get it for Christmas. <laughs> have as an a LRB <laughs> um, my other one is a I've I don't remember if I I don't I haven't talked about it on here, but it's a family Christmas song. It's called Bony Fingers by Hoyt Axton, and it's definitely not a Christmas song. But what happened is we had a record player and all of our uh, Christmas Christmas songs were on records. So we would bring out the record player and all of the records once a year to listen to Christmas music. And this Hoyt Axton record was in there. And I just loved this Bony Fingers song and we'd all sing it along. And it wasn't until I was probably about 22, 23 my uncle had this, we were on a road trip and he had a mixtape or mixed CD and it had that song on it. And I said, why are we listening to Christmas music? And he said, this isn't a Christmas song. Have you listened to the lyrics? And then I listened to it and it's terrible. It's like about <laughs> far, farmers working so hard that they've worked their fingers to the bone and just like a down and out song. The roof is leaking. They have no money. They're kids are hungry and we just would sing it very jolly and then even now my um every year we put it on the christmas playlist and we do a cheers of it's finally christmas when bony fingers comes on <laughs> well i have um similarly i don't have a good single answer to favorite christmas music i have a couple of classics that i love I love Silver Bells from the classic side of things. I think in part because it was written by someone from Western New York, the lyrics, and I don't know why, but because he's from Salamanca, this little town south of Buffalo, every time I hear the the imagery of like the hustle and bustle of the city and sort of the tongue-in-cheek lyrics in there, I can I feel like I can picture exactly what he was going for because I know where he was when he wrote it. So that's stupid, but I like Silver Bells. And even though it's rapey, I really like Baby It's Cold Outside. Maybe it's because I sang in my high school jazz choir. And it's like one of those kind of songs. Not show choir. I did not dance. Um, but I think it's just kind of one of those songs. Very jazz standardy and cheesy show tune And I like it. And I like when people have fun with it. I like when she and him do it and reverse the gender roles in it. I like when people goof around with it a little bit because I think it's just a really playful song. And it's not really even a Christmas song as much as it's a winter song, but that's fine. Uh, and then new music, I think a lot, thanks to TBTL, I've got a couple of sort of contemporary Christmassy songs that I play all the time at Trivia and on my playlists around the house in December, and that's Christmas Party by Dr. Dog and Everything's Gonna Be Cool This Christmas by The Eels. So there you that's go. Great. I don't have one answer. I have four answers. <laughs> <laughs> this episode in general is a great example of the top five business, but I think you both have notes or Stephanie, I see you have notes that the whole episode is great. Yeah. I, I mean, I thought starting with butter at the beginning was great. You saw one of my notes. It was when they played the, um, the call and notes telephone number. <laughs> it's <was> amazing. <laughs> And um, 
I love that. I, I even liked the hat for Chateau Saint Michel on this episode. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> that was a true uh, belly yeah. that that Jen did. <laughs> Uh, So we'll put the notes in. We're putting most of it in this episode already, but go ahead and listen to the whole thing. The notes are in the, the links in the notes. That's what I'm trying to say. Sorry. I'm getting excited here. I'm losing track of myself. Do you guys have anything else from the episode? I I don't know. I I wish that they would do it uh, every year with the, the newest songs that come out. Um, And I think that having Luke and Andrew, we would get a different type of music because you have, Andrew has different tastes than Luke. Yeah. I don't think they'll do it, but I think it would be great. Well, uh, we can put that out there to them. We'll see if they rerun this episode too, just like we reran their Thanksgiving <laughs> episode right around the same time they did. <laughs> Something tells me we're going to beat them to the punch this time, which will be funny. Um, <laughs> do you have any housekeeping, Christy? Oh, I, I know what I meant to say. Uh, mm-hmm. End of this episode, we learned tomorrow. Stay tuned for a TBTL fantasy football update with Mike Frizzell. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought I'd mention that. So if you want a fantasy football update from last season, tune into episode 979. Oh, not uh, last season, like two seasons ago, right? Oh, right. Excuse Nine- me. Excuse, several seasons ago. This was 2011. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go back in time and learn about people you don't know's football teams, right? <laughs> listen to that. Uh, Christy, I think you're about to thank everyone who's helped us with the archive project, the greatest yes. Christmas present of all. Yes, the Historitans are amazing. And um, I'm just going to say that by the time this episode comes out, there is 170 weeks complete. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Yeah. Um, and I will do the official commercial for TBTL and uh, TBTL 10 and LRB stickers. Uh, get your significant other, 10, friend, anyone in your life, the best Christmas gift anyone could give besides archiving, which are Little Red Bandwagon and 10 stickers. They are still available in the LRB merch store. Go to littleredbandwagon.com for that order now. We'll get them out quickly. And if you order soon, there should be no problem getting them before Christmas. So stick that on the person you love under the mistletoe this year. Littleredbandwagon.com for your stickers. And... That's also how you can get involved. Go to the website one more time, littleredbandwagon.com. Fill out the form. Give us your favorite episode. Remember my secret trick. It doesn't actually have to be your favorite episode, just an episode. (laughs) We'll talk to you and we'll talk about it. and We'll have some fun. You can find us on Facebook at Little Red Bandwagon. We also occasionally make appearances in the Stens page. Our Twitters, I'm at RLPape. Christy's at Kissy Eyes, K-I-S-S-I-E-Y-E-S. Those who are not with us today, Drew McFrizz. Is that Drew McFrizz, Meredith Mahans at Meredith underscore Mahan, and senior producer Jeremy Holmes is at Dadstronaut. The show Twitter said LRB Podcast. You can shoot us an email at littleredbandwagon at gmail.com or a voicemail, 802-432-TBTL. Stephanie, anything you'd like to get out in the open before we shut the I just want to ask everyone to actively post their favorite Christmas songs on the Sense page to help out with the 2015 mix. Excellent. Uh, is there a way that uh, 10 should get a hold of you if they're in New York and want to get to know you besides Facebook? Is there a better way, a Twitter handle or uh, Well, you uh, can find pigeon? Molly McSweetums on Facebook. She's my dog. She's also not very active, but is on Twitter at McSweetums. 
That's so cute. Perfect. Kelly is super social, Kelly Folker. So mm-hmm. my guess is that she's going to hunt you down and want to spend time I'm sending you her now. contact information already. <laughs> uh, and with that, Christy, let's get out of here. Until next time, this is the next party. We love you, Jen. On behalf of Mike and all of us, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy whatever it is you like to do this time of year. Enjoy the music. Nailed it. Everything's gonna be cool this Christmas. Everything's gonna be cool this Christmas. Everything's gonna be cool this Christmas. to your house. I will go to your refrigerator, fridge, fridge, your refrigerator. I will take your butter out of your fridge. I will eat the butter in front of you and your family's eyes. And I, I force you to watch me while I eat all your butter that you are going to have a Christmas evening. You will beg and cry and say, no, don't eat all our butter we need for Christmas. I will say, haha, not my problem. I take the empty bottle, I will throw it on the 